help thee? That was Beethoven in A minor. Oh, was that what that is? Ooh, Why is this like sideways? It's like weird. <coughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, which one should I drink for? Oh, they're ready. Which one should I drink first? The shot, of Maybe course. a little lemon. lemon. Mm-hmm. A nice, juicy lemon. lemon. Period, sister. Ooh. 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 Yes, sis. Um. Yikes. <laughs> Literally, yikes. Yeah. <gasps> Someone's driving. Hello? <laughs> Who are you people? Someone's in here. Someone's in here. Have you ever heard John Mulaney do that? No. He's hilarious. He is quite hilarious. Didn't he? Didn't he? Somebody knocked on a, a restroom when he was in it, in a public setting. And he goes, someone's in here. <laughs> and he's like, what kind of carnival barker? <laughs> Where did that accent even come from? Uh, someone's in here. Someone's in here. <laughs> someone's in here. That just sounds like, oh. That's how I sound. <laughs> someone's in here. Uh, someone's in here. <laughs> Welcome to the R Spoopy Podcast. Welcome. Where, where somebody's in here. I have to, I'm trying to open just, you know, your notes. ready. Just, I have my notes open. Your notes. My notes open. No, I don't want to sell myself to active. I want to exit out of Slack. What if you sounded like Utica? My notes. Oh, I don't have a Midwest accent, and I couldn't even try to make one. Well, she's just like uh, kind of like this. Yeah, that's true. A little, a little bit like I just almost like, like Canadian, deep. but like not quite there. No, N- no. You sound, it just sounds like you. No, she doesn't. No. No. Is he going to hit that tree? Oh. Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? I would be like, oh, 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 oh. he hit that tree. And then I'd be like, well, I'd run outside and I'd be like, oh. no, no, no. I'd oh. be like, are you okay, pine tree? And then the guy's like, worried about the tree. his neck's like sideways. And he's like, no, call an ambulance. I was asking you. You are a murderer. You hurt, you this, hurt tree. this tree. You hurt this tree. Okay? This tree is like my friend. It had a name. Oh, is that, it was that truck that I was trying to figure out why he was parked in the middle of his lawn. Yeah, I know. So uh, does a landlord know that he parks in their lawn? I think it is the landlord. Doesn't make it better. <laughs> Do you know that you were... Are parking on the grass? Yes, I own this house. <laughs> yeah, it, well, exactly. So, uh, so and the and the Iraqs, it's and... such as, um, <laughs> d- yeah. Don't come to me Don't... later when your your grass is like no. When you hit that tree and you break your neck, <laughs> and it's not broken like you're dead. It's just fully sideways tilted all the time. Mm. So you have to explain to people. They're like, "Why is your neck like that?" And you're like, "Well, I ran into a tree." I murdered that tree because I parked my dress in yep. my grass because I'm an asshole. So mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. It's a it's a whole thing. Also, you park in your grass when you live out in the middle of fucking nowhere, not when you live in a suburb where 
the the difference between where he was parked versus the curb where he could park is literally about 20 feet. I think it's because, and I mean, it's only slightly different, but you know how like rednecks park like 16 vehicles on their property? Yeah. But they have a lot of property. Yes. That's They're what I'm saying. here, but this is in the city. Yes. Also, whose driveway does he use? The neighbors? Yes. Uh, if I was the neighbors, I would not be too pleased about that. I don't know what's going Unless on. he knows the neighbors. All of our neighbors are weird. That is strange. All of them. Uh, every single one of them. Except for Daniel and Bethlehem. And they moved away. Yeah. So they're gone. So they can't oh, we got not the guy do... that's next door. He's kind of okay. Okay. He smokes a lot of weed. I don't know why I did. I didn't. Oh. Nobody <laughs> heard what I said. Oh, we'll cut that later. <laughs> I'm just going to. No one will ever know what was said in that moment. Yeah, except it was just me. Don't put out a podcast. <laughs> yeah. And we actually cut it for the first time pretty much ever. When we're like, we're going to cut that. We actually fucking did it. So don't say that we've never done anything for you. Don't tell us that we don't edit our podcast. Because we, we did do. it once after 88 weeks. Weeks and weeks. And there was the one time that I gave away my special recipe for Krabby Patties. Oh, yeah. that out. Formioli, formioli, ravioli, ravioli, give me the formioli. Yeah, and then I did. Yeah. And we had to cut it. Yeah, we had to cut it. Uh, speaking of raviolis, I was going. The ingredient. Oh. Oh. Uh. Almost. I cut myself. You, uh, you almost don't make it? I cut myself. It's actually just my tears. That's why you, like, make me cry all the time. Because you're just like, can I have some of these? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> this is excellent. Your dog died. <laughs> That's enough for one hamburger. Not daily. I don't know what's going to happen whenever that dog dies. I'm going to be a mess. It'll probably happen in the next three to four years. Will we know each other in four, three to four years? I don't plan I don't, on it. I don't think so. Um, yeah, but I'll call you and tell you not to come over. Chris, I heard <laughs> it that It sounds like you're going through something, and I don't want to be around that I energy. heard your dog died. Please stay home. <laughs> Don't we'll take a hiatus on the podcast. We've never done before for any reason. Except, except this. for this at this moment. No matter whether Chris is sick with pancreatitis or anything else that his body ailments are from, did we take a break? No. And I'll just come on and be like, it's been a sad moment for us on the podcast. We didn't even take a break with your wedding week. We recorded a podcast literally the, like days before. Yeah. Yeah. We get we this committed. shit done, okay? We are committed we to the cause. We have 88 weeks of content, and we've done it for 87 weeks. Yes. <laughs> and it's over It's over a week of content now. It, it was over a week when we finished season one. And we're on, like, episode 40 of yeah. season two. Yeah. So. We're getting closer to season three. Oh, my God! Woo! <laughs> crazy. So crazy. That is so crazy. Crazy. So crazy. When did we do it? We did it at the anniversary, didn't we? May 17th is our anniversary. It's, it happens to be Bailey's uh, gotcha day. Oh my god. Mm. So this is the second to last month of the second season. Yeah. That's crazy. So we're about to start season three. That's wild. Isn't that wild? That's a lot. We're going to be... That's a lot of content. I'm excited to see... because probably ten days. I feel like content. our episodes got slightly longer <laughs> in season two. Would you agree? Well, no. Because we were also including Rupee on that before. Oh, and yeah. segregated it yes, to a different true. podcast. So I think it'll be... It's definitely going to be over a week. But it I thought our accounts didn't include Rupee. Did they include Rupee? 
I thought we did. I thought we counted. I think we counted uh, season. We counted a season. Dragon. Yes, but not season 12. Because we hadn't finished season 12 yet. Yes. Okay, okay. And that was when we had five days and number of hours of five days and straight like of hours. listening <laughs> straight of non-stop. nonstop if you were listening for five days nonstop so you were taking a drive from uh maine down to georgia over to if you somehow found a way to drive from new york city to london <laughs> backwards backwards and then yeah going from not not across the Atlantic. Russia. You're going through Russia instead, going over that way. Uh, you could, and you drove nonstop without, you know, sleeping. You just took those a lot of Adderall pills that just kept you awake for hours. I would say like a Ukrainian uh, awakeness pill. Yeah, I was gonna say Israeli fighter pilots. They use it to stay awake. Yeah, Japanese uh, bukaki. <laughs> Where still are you going? Uh, Japanese bukaki uh, uppers. What was the word I wanted? Bonsai? No. <laughs> when they fly the ships. Kamikaze, kamikaze. bitch. Mm-hmm. Bukaki. Hey. Top of mind. <laughs> it's right. It's just on the tip of my tongue. Uh, oh, my God. Um, speaking of raviolis, since we were speaking about raviolis, um, I just want to say I am in the process of making raviolis. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I started, the, and I was going to make them all day today, but then I got back to the store really late because I spent a lot of time getting ready and working out and taking hoe picks on the internet this morning. So hole picks, hoe picks, hole picks. I do not take hole picks. I, I, am disgusted with you. Well, either way, it's disgusting because I'm a disgusting slut. So can't argue with you there. Just the. I just love that we sent, and by that I mean I sent a million gifts of that. <laughs> Just the, oh. The drama? <laughs> the drama, honey. Mama. Anyways, Spencer, you want me to tell you about some more drama? Tell me something dramatic. I'm going to tell you something really dramatic, but actually I'm going to ask you a question instead. Dramatically. Ready? Okay. How do I react? What's Spencer. my what's my inspiration? What's my motivation? <laughs> what is my motivation? Uh, you're supposed to be um, anxious. <sighs> and you're supposed to feel spoopy. <gasps> you, you got it? Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Well, let me ask you this question. You ready? Dramatically. Does 2021 have you feeling spoopy? Not anymore, actually. Not, I am. Jan- January 20th? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. pretty decent, actually, right but now. But sometimes, you know. Yeah. You can still have anxiety, though. Yeah. Uh, and anyone listening to our podcast definitely has anxiety, especially when we start to witch cackle. Well, did you know that your dog can quickly pick up on those feelings of anxiety and stress? Do not worry, though. Our sponsor, Baked Bones, is here to help. Their dog bones are made from organic, all-natural, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, and their products are here to provide you peace of mind and relief to your anxious pup. And hey, you can even use code SPOOPY15 to get 15% off of your bag of delicious treats or hemp oil tincture today. Check out their Instagram at Baked Bones or their website at BakedBones.com to find some information information (laughs) and reviews on how they've been helping out other dogs too. Need your dog bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? You can pop on over to Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights and also off of South Congress Street in In Austin. Austin. 
baked bones. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I also would like to talk about dogs. Oh, dogs, darling. Dwarfs. Do you want a clean pet without all the hassle? Packing Fido up in the car and driving them all over town is a chore that many of us pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if instead you could have, a, have the groomer come straight to you? With Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks, you, you can! can! Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious, custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, electricity, and water. No hookups needed. And they never use kennel dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans ensure that your groomer has the ability to take care of all of your pet's needs, including hair care to paw care and everything in between. They even offer special services such as de-shedding treatments, whitening treatments, hair styling, dead seed mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Their groomers are trained and certified and will pamper your pets with a personal, 100% cage-free, one-on-one experience. All in the comfort of your own driveway. You know what else Aussie Pet Mobile groomers are trained on? Good social distancing practices. Make sure to book your appointment and ask about our contact-free pet grooming service. Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks. Very good. I love that. I just wanted to write some bass because, you know, I have such a masculine, manly voice. You're a soprano normally. Yeah. Um, I want to switch it up. You, I I'm feel verse. like you could get down into the alto sax region. Y- the alto sax. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is what? that not it? I think it's just alto. Alto. Whatever. <laughs> but I mean, saxophones are named after those things. But, oh, bye. Oh. <laughs> just getting up and leaving. Um. Well, wonderful. Who went first last week? It was me? No, you went first last week. Well, that means it's my turn to go first. Okay. Okay. Well, oh, <coughs> choked on my own spit. Um, today I Googled, what were the things that I Googled? I went on and Googled scariest moments in the history. Because I wanted to find something scary. Uh, and the first thing that showed up was like 13 terrifying facts that will keep you awake at night. So guess what? This is going to be a scary Joke's story. Joke's on them. You don't sleep anyway. I never sleep. Exactly. <laughs> this podcast has only made that worse. <laughs> And I am happy that I contributed. And I help. I help. <laughs> um, so today for episode eighty eight, I'm gonna talk about William Mina. Not Wilhelmina. William Mina. William Mina. Mm-hmm. Her name is Minnie Dean. Paula Dean's sister? Oh yes, probably like her great great grandmother. Anyways, uh Minnie Dean was born in Greenock, Scotland. To John McCulloch, a railway engineer, and Elizabeth Swan. You sure you don't want to try this in Scottish accent? No. Uh, her mom died from cancer when she when Minnie was only 13, and it is unknown when Minnie moved to New Zealand, but she was there by about 19... Ooh, 19... 1860. Lord, we did not just jump 100 years. You know what my favorite part about people from New Zealand is? Their, their accent? The way... Yes. The way they say 10. Hi, boobie! S- se- said... Tin, 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 tin. I don't know. I was still trying to figure out the Z part. In said, um, because the first time I'd ever heard it was whenever I went to New Zealand, and I did not get that. Um, anyways, so she got to the night. Uh, Lord, got to New Zealand around the 1860s uh, when she was raising her two kids in Invercargill, which is a city, one of the most southernmost cities in the world. 
Um, and it's the southernmost and westernmost city in New Zealand. Just some random facts for you. Um, Welcome to our geography podcast. Yes. We're going to talk about geography and the Permian Basin. <laughs> so it's a basin. Uh-huh. And it, there's stu- it's like permeated. It's permeated. It's got baby. a lot of holes in it. Yeah. So stuff just gets in. Uh, just limestone everywhere. Um, she claimed that she was a widow of a Tasmanian doctor, although there is absolutely no evidence of a marriage ever being found. So that's cool. Um, she was still, even when she was in New Zealand, she was still using her birth last name, McCulloch. Um, in 1872, she married an innkeeper named Charles Dean. And that's when she became Minnie Dean. Um, they lived in Edel Creek, uh, which was then an important stop on the route to Riverton to the Otago Gold Fields. Uh, so apparently New Zealand had their own gold rush. Um when the gold rush died down, the couple returned or couple turned to farming, uh, but were soon in dire financial straits. Uh, the family moved to Winton, where Charles Dean took up pig farming. You know what I would really love to do? Farm, farm pigs. pigs. Uh, meanwhile, many. Well, be- isn't it a joke that people from New Zealand have sex with sheep? Because there's millions of sheep. Yeah. So why would you be a pig farmer when you should be selling sheep? Because they like to switch it up. Ooh, just getting really kinky. Mm. Ew. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Minnie began to earn money by taking un- by taking in unwanted children in exchange for payment. Uh, this was at a time when contraception methods were few and far between. And uh, when childbirth outside of marriage was frowned upon as well. Uh, so there were many, m- many, many women wishing to discreetly send their children away for adoption. And as such, Minnie Dean had many customers. Get it? Minnie mm-hmm. Dean had many customers? Mm-hmm. Not like many, but like yeah, many. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, it is believed that she was responsible for as many as nine young children at one time. And that she received payment either weekly or in a lump sum. Uh, before organized daycare centers, uh, before organized daycare centers were like a thing, single mothers uh, and even some married women were like, "Please take our children. Please look after them. We're tired of them." Um, so this could be a temporary arrangement while the woman was out of work, uh, or it could end up being a permanent situation when the women, uh, as women, simply paid others to take care of their children, uh, take their children off their hands as a form of unofficial adoption. Essentially, this—that's crazy. It's end of the law. Um. If, have you ever seen Annie? Mm-hmm. Like, some of the kids were only there because, like, the woman was watching them. And they were like, my mom's coming back eventually. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they did. That's, we'll see later that that has happened. That's with crazy. This case too. That the, and it's like what I said, the, the, the mom either had their own financial situations and couldn't pay to take care of this children, this child at the time. So they were like, please take this kid and then I'll pay you whenever I come get this kid again. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So this, they were just taking care of children, taking them in. Um, but I guess yeah. they didn't have formal agencies. Yeah. Because this, the actual word for this is called uh, baby farming. I was going to say kid layaway. Basically, but it's it's called baby farming, which is terrifying word. Well, it that. just brings notes of a picture of, like Cabbage Patch dolls. I'm picturing like dead Babies. <laughs> oh, that's not what the. Do, don't okay. do that. Don't do that. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not too far off here. Okay. Um. Well, in this specific case. Yes. Uh. The the practice actually came under intense public scrutiny in the late 
19th century, around this time, uh, um, there were many high-profile and Australian court cases in the 1880s, in, which introduced New Zealanders to the sinister practices of baby farmers, uh, which are paid caregivers who neglect children in their care and uh, also tend to conceal their deaths, deaths or desperately murdered the infants uh or i'm sorry not desperate de deliberately murdered their infants so i mean people were taking these kids and most of the time the mothers didn't really care what happened to them or didn't really need to know what happened to them so they were just like take these kids and i want these kids i don't want it i, do I don't think <laughs> i don't think so then these babies would they'd pretend like un if you were an unwed mother that was having a child out of wedlock, then you typically did not want people to know that you were having the child. And so then the child would show up and you'd be like, please go away. And then. And then the baby would be like, I'm all right, right. I'm moving to America. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Um, yeah. So infant morality at this time was a significant problem in New Zealand. Uh, and it was estimated to run between about 80 to about 100 infants out of 1,000 births during the colonial time, this colonial time in New Zealand. Uh, that's almost 10%. That's hella high for infant mortality rate. Um, but it's also the 1800s. Yes, but people bet on odds worse than that. 10% is a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it was in America at this time, but like, Lord. I don't know. Probably I mean, bad. Probably worse. <laughs> because... Were garbage <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. So, as if we are surprised, a number of children under under Minnie Dean's care died of various illnesses without raising any eyebrows most of the time. Um, because they were like, oh, well, lots of kids die. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, plus, these kids were unwanted, so the parents of the families were like, perhaps kid died. All right. Um, so in March of 1889, a six-month-old six child had died of convulsions, uh, while in October of 1891, a six-week-old baby had perished from cardiovascular and respiratory ailments, while a boy allegedly – oh, I thought you were trying to get my attention. Sorry. No. Uh, while a boy allegedly drowned under her care in 19... Why am I saying 19? 1894. We're in the 1800s, y'all. So if I said 19 any other time, we're still in the 1800s. No. Just every time me. he says 19, we skip ahead 100 years <laughs> and then go back. And then we just keep popping back and forth. 1889, 1891, and 1894. Lord. Um, she hid the body in her garden, arousing further suspicions. Because um, she had such great turnips. Well, she's a pig farmer. She had those great hogs. <laughs> hogs! Um, so a coroner's inquest was held uh, for the first two that had died, um, and Dean was not held responsible for the deaths due to the universally poor standards of hygiene, even at childbirth itself. So they were like, well, the kid could have come out and like gotten sick from something that happened right after it came out of the womb. So it's like, eh, you're not really your fault. <laughs> um, but at the time, she was still under a police investigation. So I was like, okay, that's probably not great. So police had found that she had been looking for more children to take into her care and that she had tried unsuccess unsuccessfully to take out life insurance policies on some of these infants. 
<laughs> bitch was trying to get some insurance fraud going here too. Um, the death of the baby brought closer surveillance. Uh, and so in 1892, Christchurch police took charge of a three, wo- three week old child that Dean had adopted from its single mother for uh, 25. What's the little E Is that pound with the flat bottom. Yeah. Pounds. Okay. Um, Police traced Dean to a boarding house and found the child in very dirty clothes and uh, being fed from a bottle containing sour and curdled milk. Ew. Yeah. Um, the baby's mother said that she could scarcely recognize her child as it had... Scarcely. Yeah. Scarcely. Scarcely. Um, scarcely recognized her child as it was so altered for the worse in the two days that Dean had looked after it. So in two days, this kid had basically like morphed into a gremlin. Um, I, I don't know. Like before or after midnight? I don't know. I guess it was at some point. I've actually could... never seen gremlins. Oh, that's fine. They're not cute. Aren't they cute when they're not like gremlins? Yeah. What are they called? Mogways or something like that? They look like Furbies. Yeah. But that's before they turn into gremlins. Gremlins are not cute. Oh, okay. Well, then Furbies. Gremlins are scary. I don't furbies. care. I don't care. I'm anymore. only talking about Furbies. Ah! So the, those are fucking terrifying, too. Did you I ever have a Furby lo- when you were younger? I sure did. Oh my I God. wish I could get it back. And the worst was that whenever it would go off in the middle of the night, after you've already taken out the batteries, and yeah, it would just be weird. like, feed me. It's like. Uh, and they just like laughing in the corner, like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> fuck you. They're terrifying. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How do they still have life after there's no batteries inside of them? Doesn't make any sense. Anyways, so um, the police thought that they had probably saved that baby's life because he was being fed sour and curdled milk. Um, and they remained suspicious and kept Dean under surveillance. Uh, in 1893, the commissioner of police wrote to the minister of justice with renewed concerns about Dean's activities. Regardless of whatever was happening, uh, the community, of course, talked and lots of rumors of mistreatment began circulating. Additionally, children under Dean's care allegedly went missing without explanation. At the time, there were cases in the United Kingdom and Australia where infanticide and baby farming were linked to possibly be similar to many. So they basically saw these big cases that were happening, uh, and they were like, wait, hold up. This sounds kind of like what's going on with many. Should we be concerned here? Uh, so at the time, lax child care legislation meant that Dean did not have to keep record of the children that she agreed to take in. And so proving the children had disappeared was difficult because then she'd be like, I never took that kid in. She didn't have any record of it. So no one fucking knew. It's fucking wild to me. So there was a famous case that occurred in New South Wales, Australia, with uh, someone named Francis Lydia Alice Knorr. Uh, which ended up in the New Zealand newspaper. So this only further pushed the baby farming narrative that something was fishy, something fishy was happening at Dean's place. Well, of course, we get to 1895, where Dean was observed boarding a train carrying a young baby and a hat box, uh, but observed leaving that same train that came back to the same station without the baby and only a hat box. Uh, the railway porters also later testified that the object of inside of the hat box was suspiciously heavy. A woman named Jane Hornsby 
came forward claiming to have given her granddaughter Eva to Dean and clothes identified as belonging to this child were found at Dean's residence, but Dean could not produce the child herself. Uh, A search along the railway line then started, but they found no sign of the child. So people thought that she just threw her off the train. (laughs) Isn't that fucking wild? Uh, So Dean was arrested and charged with murder. Uh, Her garden was then dug up and three bodies were found. Two of them were the babies and one of a boy estimated to be about three years old were uncovered. An inquest found that one child, Eva, who had died of suffocation and one later identified as one-year-old Dorothy Edith Carter, had died from an overdose of uh, laudanum, laudanum, Laudanum. um, which is used on children to sedate them. Uh, the cause of death for the third child was not determined. Uh, in her trial, Dean's lawyer, lawyer Alfred H- Handlin, argued that all deaths were accidental and they had been covered up to prevent adverse publicity of the sort that Dean had previously been subjected to. So he was basically like, she still needs to run her business. So you guys are just trying to close down her business, okay? In, she's a business She's a business owner. woman. You gave her these sick kids, and now she's like, please don't take away my kids. Yeah, that was his argument. Um, so on June 21st of 1895, however, Dean was found guilty of Dorothy Carter's murder and sentenced to death. She was only found guilty on one of the three murders. I mean, yes, but she's basically guilty of all of them. And she's dead. Well, hold on. I think there's more. Um, What? I think that there are more. Children? There are more children, but... Well, yes. I mean, Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, I think there were more that died. Yes. That that are unaccounted for. Um, Because between June and August of 1895, Dean wrote, uh, while she was in jail, wrote an account of her own life. Altogether, she claimed to have cared for 28 children. Of these, five were in good health when her establishment was raided. Six had died whilst under her care, and one had been reclaimed by her parents. Apart from the, apart from her two adopted daughters, uh, that left, um, that left 14 or so children unaccounted for, according to her own record. So, honey, you just admitted that you that six did die under your care, whether or not they were murdered or not. Three of them were found dug up in the Maybe garden. Maybe it was the spoiled milk you were giving them. And this full-on just abusing these... I mean, we don't know what was happening behind closed doors, but you were not taking care of these children like you should have been. So regardless of how much money you were making, you were not making enough money to take care of these children. And I mean, that's the whole idea behind... No, I'm not going to go there. That's kind of rough. Um, So on August 12th of... I assume 1895. Uh, she 1995. Was, exactly. Uh, she was hanged by the official executioner Tom Long at the Intercar- Inter Invercargill Gall. Um, and which oh, it's at the gallows. Well, it's G A O L Gall, gallows. Yes. Hmm. It. I've seen both words. Um, surprisingly, I've seen a word that you haven't. Galls is a type of people. That's G-A-U-L. This is G-A-O-L. Gal. That's jail. G-A-O-L? That's not jail. That's how they used to spell jail. Okay, well then it's jail. <laughs> At the jail, she was hung. Um, but the... 
the, it tells me where she was hung at is now a car park, which is a parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when I did the the murder from St. John and they murdered or they hanged him at the jail? Uh, yeah. And, and now, now it's, it's, a, it's parking a parking lot. lot. Yeah. That's w- <laughs> what a we weird say parking lot. Yeah. But they called it a car park, and I was like, "But they have it's a named parking lot, which I think is even more funny." I don't I think named I named my driveway. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't think they named like the Walmart parking lot a, a car, a specific person's car park. But also, the, the, what is what is the Walmart person's name? It's like Albert or something. I don't Walmart. know who the fuck is in charge of Walmart. His name is Albert Walmart? No, Albert Wall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> the Albert Wall Walmart uh, parking lot. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, also the difference is, like, at least in, in the experiences that I've been for being in cities in different countries, um, they don't have massive just open lots like we do that extend for miles and miles. We do at shopping malls and whatnot. They have, like, a parking garage, and the parking garage gets a name. And, like, that's the car park. Um because, like, when we went to New Zealand, we had our, our car, and they had, like, three or four parking garages in downtown. But at the same time, most of the time, people are taking public transportation or walking. Sam um, Walton. Where the fuck did I get Albert Wall? Yeah, it's fine. Um, it, you were close. <laughs> I had some of the correct letters. You had Wall. Uh, wall. Um, yeah. Hold on. Mm. Okay. That's a juicy lemon. What a delicious beverage. That's quite lemony. Um, So she was the only woman in New Zealand history ever to be executed. Uh, And as capital punishment in New Zealand now has been abolished, it is likely that she will retain that distinction. She will always, forever, she will always be the only woman that was executed in New Zealand. There were, um, when I was reading about this, there were three others. I didn't get into their other cases. Uh, But like I said, there were other cases in New Zealand, Australia, and UK about baby farming where this was happening in, in other countries and stuff like that. I didn't get into them. But there were like three others that were put, that were tried and were going to be executed but then they got commuted to um life sentences instead so they didn't get executed she was the only one to actually get executed um so she's buried in Huynton alongside her husband who died in a house fire in 1908 uh her crimes led to the belated passage of child welfare legislation in new zealand uh the infant life protection act of 1893 and the Infant Protection Act of ni- of eighteen ninety six. Lord, keep trying to say nineteen hundreds. Um, her story exposed the stark realities of paid childcare and the lack of choice that many women faced in this period. Um, after her death, Minnie Dean became part of New Zealand folklore, and there was even local legend that claimed that no plants would grow on her grave. Uh, there is a Los Angeles-based singer named Helen. Henderson, who was raised in Southland, um, she recalled that Minnie was like a boogeyman of our town when I was a kid. If you were given cheek to your mum or being naughty, it was like, you better watch out or I'll send you off to Minnie Dean's farm and you'll never be heard of again. That's kind of some fucked up shit. Exactly. Like, oh, you you're giving your mom's attitude. I'm gonna send you to Minnie the the child murdering farm. (laughs) The murder farm that buries children in her backyard. Yeah, wild to me. So she they only found three bodies that were buried on her property. Um, I think only two of them were actually possibly – well, no. I probably I think that probably all three were actually killed by her. Uh, but 
there's 14 children that we don't know whatever happened to them. And we may never know because we're probably we kids. We won't ever know. Uh, well, yeah, we won't ever know. But um, we won't ever know because, uh, first of all, those families were never looking for these kids because I'm assuming that some of these kids that did disappear, their parents – were it was the situation where the parent was like please take this kid away i can't ever know no one can ever know that i had this kid at this time please take this kid away i don't care yeah exactly so if this kid disappears and it was like well for the better yeah exactly so yeah we'll never know but i thought that was kind of i thought this was kind of spoopy like just the term baby farming already gave me like weird vibes and then to see like it was it's child abuse. This is straight up child abuse. Just child pe- being paid for child abuse. Being paid to kill children. Honey, mama, garbage. Ex- well, look what happened to her. She died. She she, she did. got she got she did. She got hanged at the gowl. <laughs> the jail. <laughs> the gowl. The gowl. You, you were so proud. You were like, I said I a word <laughs> I know every word. No, you don't. All the words. You didn't know what a gal was. I'm learning Korean so that I can know every word. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you do Duolingo? I did for a little while. What were you learning? Uh, I did a little bit of Chinese and French. Oh, see, I learned... Okay, so you're going to laugh at this. Um, I you learned... like, <laughs> Tasmanian. <laughs> I'm no. So, I'm so random. I actually know some like actual like phrases and terms in Chinese. Swahili. Oh. In Chinese, uh, because I played a game when I was in high school, a DS game, where it was called Learn Chinese. And, like, it was a video game. And your mom was like, this is educational. I think I bought it for, like, $10. Because, you, you know, my brothers my brothers were always buying, like, Call of Duty. And it was, like, 60 bucks. And so my mom would take me to the store and was like, you want anything? I'm like, yeah, I want this game. And she's like, that's $10. You don't want anything, like... Like I want Castle Builder 5000. Exactly. And I'd find these like random ass games like Metropolis Mania where you before Sims that was actually made by Natsume, which is the same people who make Harvest Moon. Um, Natsume. Yes. And I loved Metropolis Mania. And my mom was always like, you bought that game for $7 at GameStop. Like I'd be the one to find all these like random ass games that no one else liked. And I loved them. So... She's different. Ooh, she's different. Because uh, I wasn't playing the stupid games that they yeah, were. Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty. and I played some of them because my brother liked them. But they're like any kind of a racing or car game, I was like, I don't. Yeah, my older brother did, did the basketball game. Um, oh, especially those. It was like football. I was like. I don't even understand how you're how it's a video game. I don't understand. I don't understand when it's people play. I'm like, gonna play it as a video game. So you pick a, a play. So I played, tried to play the football game mm-hmm. with my brother a couple times. Oh, I tried to play the basketball game multiple times with my brother. I had no idea what I was doing. So you pick a play mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and then and then it, is that it? No, because I wasn't feeling like I was actually doing anything. You're still supposed to to do things. I think. Uh, at least the later ones did, because if you pick the play, the other person still gets to pick a play as well, like the defensive. And so you have to find a way like, OK, well, now that person I can't can't sh- sh- can't th- can't throw to anymore. <laughs> can't get sh- do ball can't- things. To. <laughs> I can't make the ball go away from to you. the other end. <laughs> to the other end. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I could never figure that out. Also. When me and my brother played the basketball game, they, they did a two-player, two like, what's it called? 
I won't say campaign. It's not campaign. League. Duel? They did a league. Okay. League. It says league. Uh, where like you could like go through a full like season or more of like you know hiring players and all that stuff. Bitch, if I can't even figure out how to play the game, how am I gonna figure out all the league stuff? See, I would prefer that because did I tell you about the time that I took sports marketing in college? Uh, you did not tell me about that. How I was took that? sports marketing in college. Um, and we had to pick a fa- <laughs> for a grade. We played fantasy football. That's kind of fun. I had no idea what I was doing, mm-hmm. but I got like third. You know what my strategy was? Just pick the hottest one. Pick the hottest guy. <laughs> See, this very is what, successful. This is Mama. what you learn in college. If they're hot, they're going to be good at successful. their jobs. <laughs> I did very well. I did very well there. And my dad was like, I'm so proud of you. You did so great. And I was you like, know. I looked up statistics. <laughs> and of I how hot helped. they were. <laughs> and I was right because it was my own grading. Oh my God. I love that so much. Uh, yeah, there was a class that I almost took because I was looking for like online classes. I didn't actually want to take sports. sports oh, marketing. no. It just yeah. fit into my schedule. Well. Yeah. That, that's this. That's where I'm going with the, the story there because there was a sports management class that was entirely online that apparently everyone always gets A's. And I was like, bitch, I have been not doing too hot. So I need to get some A's up in this gig. Okay. So I almost took it and like it didn't work for some reason, like with what I wanted to do for graduating, but I wish I would have taken it because it would have been stupid for me to take it. <laughs> no, 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 it was because I couldn't get into it because everyone else wanted to get into it. Um, which I'm like, if it's an online class, why do you have a cap? <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know. It didn't make any sense. Did you have to write essays? No, I think that the class was basically similar to what you're explaining where there was very little like grading. Mm, we had to come up with presentations, so that's why I figured it, there was – a cap to it okay they have to view them that's true <clears throat> i did an online uh english course instead of a speech class because we had the choice of doing like a i think it was called intensive writing or something like that versus a speech class and when it says intensive writing it was not intensive you had to basically read these like stupid ass books to understand grammar better and i was like i you you've seen my typing i still talk you, like this you seen my typing and you have seen the way that i speak you guys all hear it you've heard it for 88 weeks now so <laughs> it's not the greatest. <laughs> I really enjoyed speech because uh, see, I had a I really great teacher. I like uh, public speaking, which that the entire class was. It was supposed to be. It was. It was geared towards making writing speeches essentially. So I can write a, a good speech. I think I can write like a decent essay or poem when I need to. When I'm, you know, like not better than Amanda Gorman. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, How but dare you suggest that? I didn't suggest it. <laughs> It came up in the conversation. How did it get in the conversation? I didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say oh, I could write a poem. That and that yellow coat? I could become the poet laureate better than Amanda Gorman. Nobody. Nobody. Mama. <laughs> no. How dare you? Oh, my God. Uh, but I was, I, I, like, I know that I can write when I need to write. Not better than Amanda Gorman. <laughs> say it one more time. Not better than Amanda Gorman. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, Someone's in here. <laughs> Someone's in here. Uh, so, what was I saying? Anyways, you want to talk about my fun <laughs> topic? Okay. Um, all right. All right. We got twenty five minutes. Oh, yes. So I'm going to talk to you about John Haight. Have you ever heard of John Haight? No, but I I, I like his last name. I well, have a lot. H A I G H T, not H A T E. That's that's not even Haight. What is it? 
Hagayet. Hagayet. Hot. Hot. Anyways. Um, so. A, uh, a murderer. Oh my god. Also a I am so sweaty that my glasses are fogging up just sitting here. Why? Is it warm in here? It's I a little toasty. A little toasty. Do you want me to turn the fan up? No. Oh, let's yes. turn the fan up. Oh, you can do it from the remote. There's a remote. Oh, the remote. It gets really fast. Like, I would be afraid. Well, don't stick your fingers in it. But don't you just look at it and say, what if I stick my fingers in what it? What if I wanted to do that? There's all these TikToks of, like, there's this girl, she's holding. Is she talking to the back, back side of a fan? No, but I can hear that now. Yeah. I can hear it a little bit. I'm, it's not distracting. She's holding a glass. I guess bottle of apple juice and she's like thoughts that are going on in my head <laughs> and it's like drop that shit drop it now it'd be so fucking funny drop that shit do it you fucking bitch drop the goddamn bottle yeah. and then she's like oh wait you'd have to clean that up nah we ain't doing that shit today <laughs> absolutely not well i mean I, we talked about this on the podcast where it was like do you ever like while you're driving you're just like what if i just went over the edge what if i just like ran to the barrier like <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about this it's like like you're just driving along to do, 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 and like it's not we're not saying that well i mean we're all kind of depressed in our own ways but like not to the point of like self-harm <laughs> to, to driving off an overpass exactly i um am depressed all the time but i am too uh egotistical and too self-centered to do anything terrible to myself you just do long-term damage long-term damage yeah that's that's a valid point uh just not allow my life to move in any correct direction pluck out eyelashes <laughs> one at a time oh no 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 anyways so john hate was a bl- <laughs> uh he uh murdered people in a very specific manner oh we're just jumping right in aren't we mm-hmm. well well so he was born on july 24th of 1909 in, in stamford lincolnshire oh. in the uk <gasps> did we just actually accidentally start a next segment international murders sure international murders part two international murders part three the sequel have we done part two I did for a while. You kind of did. I didn't. I didn't join I was you. Like I'm gonna look for murder. But now in we're joining together to spread murder all over the all world. all over the world. The more you know. <laughs> um, so his family moved to Outwood, West Yorkshire, where he spent 24 years of his life. Um, he was brought up in a fanatical religious household where references to the Lord were used frequently to remind him that he was always observed by a higher and disapproving deity. Um, Hay himself claimed that his child was, childhood was bleak and lonely. Yeah, I can imagine. His own... Hey, everyone's always watching you. And they know what you're doing. They know what you're and doing. you're disgusting. Christianity is creepy. Religion's creepy. Anyway, sorry. Uh, his only friends were uh, some pets and <laughs> the neighbor's dog. Um, there was a tall fence around his house that his father put up because he didn't want anybody to know anything that was going on at their house. Not creepy. Nope. Um, they were a part of the Plymouth Brethren, who were purists and anti-clerical. I didn't look up what anti-clerical means, they, but I think it means... They don't like having a leader. Yeah. Um, Bible stories were the only form of entertainment, um, even though even participating in sports was forbidden. Um, also, his dad had, like, a birthmark on his forehead, and he was like, God gave it to me because I sinned. And his, his son had... John Haight had some similar birthmarks. So he was like, yeah, that's sin. That's your sin on you. So you, 
but see, that's so such a stark difference from what we were taught as like children. People said that was like angel kisses. You never hear that. No, I I heard that a lot in shirts, but also because there was one girl in particular that had a birthmark like right on her cheek or something like that, and she was self conscious about it, and so I mean, I'm sure it was like she's oh, like dad, my daddy it, says it's angel kisses. It's angel kisses that I got from uh, God. Oh my god! Whenever I was in elementary school, just as a side note, uh, they full on built like a, a fucking farm in our like field out back. That's how. Yeah. That's how uh, shirts shirts is. Um, like the four H. Do that a little bit around here. They're yeah. like little garden beds. They're not like no a no. This was farm. like a full on like they built a giant metal building that had uh, cows, sheep, goats. Oh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, no. This was. I'm talking like. This this was a farm, but it was it was educational property. It was part of the 4-H program still, but it was part of the school district. The school district owned it. So similar, <laughs> my high school was built on the grounds of the on old an Indian age. burial ground. Yes, but only, <laughs> it was but only cow Indians. Yeah, so they were like moo at us. Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> the high school was built on the old uh, FFA mm. lot. Mm-hmm. So it was. And I and the elementary school that I went to was in front of the the place where the high school was going to be built. Mm-hmm. So there was always cows at the end, and we were always going to be like, "Go look at the cow! Look at that cow go ba!" Anyways, <laughs> the cows don't go ba; they go moo. They oh yeah. And wow. so later, when I showed up there for high school, I was like, ah, there "I've cow. been here. This soccer field, cows, mama. Cows, mama. You see how fresh this grass is." Cow, cow shit. Mm-hmm. Cow shit everywhere. <laughs> Your science class? Cow shit. Cow shit. Anyways. Um, so, according to- We did some- Sorry. We did some weird ass shit when, like, <laughs> in general, which would never fly today. For example, um, when we were in uh, eighth grade, we were doing, like, a- We, we had to plant- We had to- They wanted to show a scale mod- First, they were teaching us, like- how to scale models, scale things. Um, second of all, we had to do a scale model of the solar system, but in person. So he, like, so he took find us, the fattest kid. No, he took us out to the, <laughs> took us out to the the um, front distance, not how big the planets were. Bitch, find the fattest kid. <laughs> that's the sun. Um, Come on over here, Julie. So he like even used like a what are they called? Like the. Meter with, uh, he- hectometer, hectometer, he- hectometer, the one that does the meters. Oh, the roll little wheel that you yeah, roll. Yeah, the, I, I think it's called, called a hectometer. Um, someone can tell me I'm wrong because you know I'm stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. I don't care. Anyway. I don't give a I'm shit. Anyway. That. Um, so we like started with the sun, and he like put a sun there, and then like he left a kid. He left a kid along the street. That goes from our junior high school all the way like down the road, and he would like take the class with us, but leave like each kid as a planet. And so I, the kid who was the son was like, oh, I wanted to be a God. planet so bad, but I couldn't. <laughs> no, he didn't leave a, a person with the sun. He left Mercury because Mercury was. I mean, if you're drawing a scale model, the person who's Mercury is is. Yeah, he's the sun. Still a kid that you're leaving down. at the sun. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. At the very sun, but we never make it to Pluto. Or did we make it to Pluto? Because <laughs> we were like, we got to go to San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, but one of the, my favorite things that we said was whenever we got to, um, like, where we were at, like, I think it was Neptune. And maybe when 
maybe we did go to Pluto. I don't know. And that was how far we went down the road. But then he was like, uh, if you wanted to get to the next star that wasn't the sun, you'd have to go all the way to Houston, like for our scale model. And I was like, and as an eighth grader, I was like, oh you my were God, like, this I'm going to go to Houston. I'm going to go to Houston. And now I live here. And I'm like, I'm Alpha Centauri. <laughs> So I don't live I, in the same galaxy as you. Yeah, peasants. fuck you. Uh, so I wanted to be a planet so bad, but now I'm sitting here. Just, that's another star instead. Oh, Anyways, not related to this story at all. To the star story at all, but we so, had to talk about. Um, we didn't. We, we didn't have, we to, didn't talk have to talk about it, but we did. We had to talk about it. So um, the evil of the family, they needed to keep themselves separate from everybody else. Oh boy. Um, so his father told him that. Uh, yeah, the blue blem- blemish on him and on on uh, his son was the sign of the devil. Boom. But the mother didn't have one because she was an angel. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, it said that the turning point of his uh, psyche came when he realized that no such blemish would appear on other people. He was like... So Nobody he, else is the devil? So just he was me? basically just saying that you're the only sinner. Yeah. Oh. Well, him and his dad. Yeah. Only sinners. Mm. Everybody else is cool. Uh, despite having lied and committed some other questionable behavior, he then started to realize that he was invincible because he already had sin. <laughs> I already sinned, so Strong God jump. can't do anything so to f- me. F- Fuck you, Fuck God! You. <laughs> uh, so he was affected by gothic nightmarish uh dreams and nightmares where trees would turn into crucifixes that wept blood um and he uh was later known to be manipulative and a compulsive liar uh he was prone to saying anything to get himself away from getting in trouble um in 1930 shit yeah that's kind of freaky isn't it yeah. So in 1934, he stopped attending uh, his parents' church, and he married a girl named Beatrice Hammer. Oh, I, Beatrice. Beatrice. What did you used to say? Beatrice. Be- Beatrice. 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 <laughs> Beatrice. Um, a 21-year-old woman who he barely knew, despite having been impressed and by— And he married her? Yeah. By—she married him. Oh, Impressed by Hate's manner and charm, she was uncertain about his character, but still went ahead with the marriage anyway on July 6, 1934. I, I'm actually kind of curious about why. <laughs> what? what it, w- he was moderately handsome. And I don't care about that. It was just like a, was this an arranged marriage? Just like, we didn't know anything about each other. Let's get married. It's the 30s. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> gotta have a kid. Gotta do something. Gotta do something. I'm bored. <laughs> um, shit. How do you do that, though? What do you push? Because my cursor is, like, way up at the top, um, and then I press down. Well, then click along with it. No. No! Um, Hate's parents allowed the couple to live with them, although the marriage lasted only about four months, ending when Hate was arrested on October of 1934 and sent to prison for fraud. Uh, while incarcerated, Beatrice gave birth to a baby daughter, whom she gave up for adoption, probably to the baby farm. Hate saw... <laughs> Straight over to New Zealand. Just take her to Minnie Dean. I'm sure they had similar things in the UK. We also... No, that's what I said. You didn't listen to my story at all, did you? I listened to it slightly. <laughs> Only the parts about me, so... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the, the UK and Australia had the same situations, but Probably. UK and Australia were before uh, New Zealand, and they they had court cases in the 70s and eight, 1870s and 1880s that 
we're led. Don't do that. You, we probably shouldn't be doing this. And then New Zealand was like, why can't we do it? <laughs> tin. T- t- tin. Anyways. Um, uh, he only saw her one more time briefly to lie <laughs> by telling her that they were never officially wed because he already had a wife. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, despite his abilities, Haight spent a considerable amount of time in prison for mainly fraudulent practices involving various illegal enterprises. Uh, a brief period, he worked at an amusement park run by uh, William MacDonald McSwan and his parents, <laughs> Donald McSwan and wife Amy. The family liked Hay, uh, a promoting, a promoting him to in the business, and they were uh, sorry to see him leave, but they wanted to... He, but when he decided he wanted glittering prizes elsewhere. Oh, boy. Uh, his next project involved setting up a fake uh, lawyer office, and he earned himself four years in prison. Yeah. Uh, while he was incarcerated, he thought up a new scheme to become rich quickly. Instead of uh, toiling for a living, his plan was simply to go after rich elder women. And, period. Period. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't very specific, but... We'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> um, Hayden also uh, convinced himself that there was um, no corpse in a case. There would be no conviction. Oh, I've heard of this. He did some stuff. Okay. Yeah. So if there's no corpse, corpse uh, there's no uh, lawsuit here. Wait, haven't I talked about him? Have you? I think I have. <laughs> Acid baths? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's season one. Talk about it again. Um. <laughs> So, I was like, wait, hold on. A lot of the stuff is almost similar. Yeah. The lawyer thing was what what tipped it off. I was like, wait, hold on. I guess I should have fucking asked. That's okay. I wouldn't have remembered. LOL. Let's talk about it again. So, <laughs> part two, uh-huh. the same story. Um, with uh, such a belief, he uh, started working with sulfuric acid. Yeah. Um, in the prison's tin shop where he experimented on mice in pots. He put mice in pots of sulfuric acid mm. to study. What would happen if I did this? Um, yeah. it's so random. It's so, it's random. so random. Um, after he was released from prison, he uh, set out to carry out his heinous plan. Um, I love that word, heinous. Uh, uh, he- and not tiny. not because it sounds like anus. Well, it might be, but <laughs> thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> Um, so he stayed with, uh, the Stephen family where he began a close relationship with one of the daughters, uh, despite a 20 year age gap who she was like, I'm going to be his wife. I'm going to, he's so cute. So dreamy. Um, in 1994 or 1994, <laughs> right around the corner, <laughs> he met up with Naomi Campbell and they went modeling. They were just hanging out with the mice and the bowls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taste. Taste. Uh, he was involved in a car accident. He suffered a wound to the head, which uh, bled into his mouth. Uh, he would later refer to the event as a catalyst that reawakened his blood-filled nightmares. Oh, boy. I got a little bit of blood in my mouth in a car accident. I want to drink blood. See, even though I've talked about something, you went into much more in-depth than I did. Because I don't remember the the talking about the uh, birthmarks or this. So... You got more details than me, so we're this is a revisited. Oh, mama, she's a researcher, mama. <laughs> um, shortly afterwards, he rented a basement uh, at 79 Gloucester Road, where he set up his, quote, workshop. A grim death trap to lure unsuspecting victims. 
Um, so at a uh, a bar in Kensington, he found his former employer, Mac McSwan again, the guy from the amusement park, mm-hmm. who has this old friend. Mac was like, "Hey, it's good to see you. Come, come back. Come, come see my come parents." Um, and so everyone had a friendly reunion, and Hay was like, "Listen." <gasps> I remember this. There are some. I got some investments, hunty investments. Um, and so after they talked to him for a, a long time, he called their son Mac McSwan over to. Damn it. Over to his house. Over to damn it. Uh. Yeah. So he he was like, "Come on over," and he, he was like, "I have a sudden need for blood." So he hit. Mac Swan over the head with a blunt instrument. And then he slit his throat. Mm-hmm. And then he got a mug and quote, I got a mug and took some blood from his neck in the mug and then drank it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Hate later found a 40 gallon barrel in which he put Mac Swan's body and then filled it with sulfuric acid. He described in the confession how when the blood, the body was finally submerged in the liquid acid, the fumes overwhelmed him and he had to go outside Later, it's he, not a good smell. Burning hair and skin. Well, and no, no. Flesh. The acid to begin with is not a great smell, especially if you have a strong acid. That I mean, I worked with strong acids whenever I worked in the medical center um, for, I mean, anything. And opening up thirteen molar uh, hydro hydrochloric acid is a um, very stinging scent. I can't. Yeah, uh, yeah, onions. Yeah. <laughs> um. So later, he covered the drum and went to sleep, leaving his former employer and friend to dissolve into a sludge. Mm. Um, during the night, he supposedly suffered from more than one surreal, blood-filled nightmare. The next day, the remains were a little more than a cold liquid. Uh. Hey, just disposed of it down a drain. Mm-hmm. Sulfuric acid goes down a drain. <gasps> oh, he doesn't the drain get clogged or something like that? Do I remember that? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, and and Hey was like, I killed him, removed all traces. I'm euphoric. Uh, Hey managed to convince McSwan's parents that their son had gone away to avoid conscription. Mm. Uh, he even sent fake postcards to them from Scotland, pretending to be their son. Yes, <laughs> I remember that too. <laughs> However. Uh, Hay's main concern was to acquire the rest of the McSwan assets. The oh, next yes. murder would be committed with the addition of new equipment to deal with dissolving bodies. Uh, a stirrup pump. Uh, DIY tin... Sh- don't you dare. <laughs> Shut up! Oh my god! So sorry. Uh, DIY tin face masks and a bathtub made of steel painted to make it more resistant to corrosion were all employed by Hay on his obscene workshop of death. Death. According to the police statement, before Hay ventured on his plan to cruelly dispose of the remainder of the McSwan family, he also murdered a middle-aged woman from Hammersmith. Mm-hmm. The McSwans disappeared on the 2nd of July, 1945. They were killed in a similarly tragic way to their son. Hay first hit them over the head, killing them, and then claimed to have drunk their blood before dissolving them in acid baths. After informing the McSwans' landlady that the couple had gone to America, (laughs) 
Uh, hey, had all of their mail forwarded to him, including— Well, this is the, the early 1900s where it's the same situation. You could just pop over wherever you wanted to go and just be gone. I mean, we saw that in the fucking Grapes of Wrath. They just, like, fucking let—because isn't the Grapes of Wrath, like, middle of—mid-1900s where they just, like, popped into a car and they were like, we're going to Deuces. California from Bye, Oklahoma. Bitch. Bye. Like, For two seconds, I was thinking of a raisin in the sun. I was like, no, no. I never read the book. It's a, a black family in the 1950s. No, this is Grapes of Wrath, which I think was the 1920s or 30s. It was 30s or 40s. Yeah. Henry Fonda. Who? Henry Fonda. Who's that? Henry Fonda. Okay. Jane Fonda's father. Oh, he, that's who the book was written about? No, he started the movie. Mm. <laughs> it was delicious. Delicious. Uh, uh, so he told their landlady that they'd gone to America. He got all their mail, including Mr. McSwan's pension. Mm. And then he sent about forging their son's f- signature on a power of attorney form by forging uh, a deed on a property owned by Mr. M- Mrs. McSwan and appropriating it into a false name. He managed to make nearly uh, 2,000 pounds by selling the property. Pro- pro- uh, uh, that along with securities and possessions... The sale totaled six thousand pounds, uh, which is a lot of money. I mean, this was in the nineteen thirties, right? Forties, forties, yeah, close. Um, this so, is during wartime London. W- that's a lot of sugar rations. That's a lot of money. Sugar coupons. Yes. Did you ever learn about Victory Gardens when you were in in? Uh, yeah. I was always like, I'm gonna build a Victory Garden and send the troops in Iraq. Oh no! No, no, we learned about it in World War Two. Yeah, but I was. But they didn't save. They didn't send the food away. No, no, no. it was it was to eat in their own house. So it's like sending the food. Lots of rhubarb. Yes. Um, I like rhubarb. Have you ever had rhubarb? I have not had rhubarb, and I always want to. We were talking about turnips earlier. Both those things. I want to have them. Rhubarb pie. I want to use rhubarb in things. When we lived in Quebec, my mom had rhubarb in the backyard, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's a it's a winter vegetable that you can grow or winter. Plant. It's like sour celery. Yes. That you but can, when you cook it with sugar, it's very it's sweet. It's very sweet. You can grow it down here, but you have to basically plant it in November, and then it's done before February because it's too hot down here. And, and you it'll really pay attention exactly. to it, Exactly. And it'll once it starts to flower, and this is true for several things, uh, it's no longer good. Uh, broccoli is another example. Broccoli itself, a lot of people may not know this, those little buds are all flower buds. Every single one of them is a little flower. Um, so if you let broccoli grow, it'll turn into a flower bud. And so broccolini is like just before they grow into, um, broccoli bro- in, in, no, before they grow into, uh, flowers because they, they're long stalks. Oh. Yeah. I like broccoli. I like broccoli a lot too. Um, so he made 6,000 pounds. Um, and then he, <laughs> what? I like broccoli a lot too. He made six thousand pounds. He sure did. <laughs> I'm just—we've ran out of time. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm gonna make a note here. We will pop back in when we're more drunk, and and we'll see you in two o two. Fine, fresh, feminine. We're Silent two eleven in. Booty like wow. Body like wow. Booty. Body like body, wow. Body like wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a short, uninterrupted break we've had. Um, are you? Is your mic even on? Is anything on? Why yes. Why quiet? Because I'm not standing near Ooh. it. Ooh. Hello? Hello, is this us? Uninterrupted, we just started a podcast. Uh, I mean, not started. We have been on this podcast this entire time, and if we had not take any break for 
anything, anything at all. Anything. Any anything. Anything? I I Does it look quieter? What are you making that face for? Because I, I had marked where I was, but then I clicked onto the document and got rid of where it was. Well, I love that. Is it uh, is it gonna sound weird? No, I think I was here. <laughs> I'm, I'm so... pretty sure I was right here. Okay. All right. All so right. for a while, uh, Hay managed to uh, swindle some people. Oh yeah, yeah, story. Uh, he was a liaison officer uh, dealing with uh, patents and setting up fake branches. Wait, didn't he? He got this money from this the the family. Yes, because he killed the them. Thing. Yes, and then he and was like, "I'm signing their 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 pensions and signed and Stuff got all over this. to me." Yeah, it's mine. Yep, yep. Um, and now he's uh, 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 opening up fake uh, patent branches. Are these people fucking in the shot glass? Yeah, it's Maya Sutra. They're Mayans fucking on this. Yeah, it's That's not hot. mine. I'm into it. It's it's not mine. I don't believe that. It's, it's really not. in your house, so... Well, this is also not mine. It, will, it might be next year. It this will be year. next It'll year. It'll be this year. Jesus. Whoa! 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 Police confession later at this point. Police confession. Police confession. <laughs> Police confession. Com- later confession. at this time, he also killed a young man named Max from Kensington, but that's unconfirmed. Max. Max. From Kensington. Max Kensington. Now we go over to Max from Kensington. Max, take it away. It's going to be really wet out No, today. you're dead. You can't say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, that's all I got. What do dead people say? <laughs> Guess who's back in the house? I'll see you clack clack in the back. Find Fred Finn and Silent to 11. And... Wow. Body like, like wow. wow. <laughs> exactly. RuPaul says it. RuPaul says, says it. You're right. And she's dead. She's a dead ass she's lady. She's dead. So, um, <laughs> all of his uh, earnings. Okay, the money he got from killing them people. The McSwan. Uh, was running out, and uh, he needed some new money. So Is he, he going to kill more people for money? He's going to kill some more people he's for money. He's going to kill some more monies. So, uh, Dr. Archibald Henderson, oh. 52, and his, ri- his wife, Rose. Wife, Rose. Her name is not Rose. It's Rose. Rose. Uh, they were selling their home. Um, the he- winner is Rose. Yeah! Mm-hmm. Um, so he went over to their house and they had a passion for music. So no, he wasn't going over there for that. No, um, he went over there and uh, like, let's sing. Just don't make me sing. Don't make me don't sing. Make me sing. <laughs> uh, um, so he would go over there and play piano for them. Oh, but all we the love while, a good pianist. 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 We love a good. Pianist. We love a good pianist. That's, is that the name of the episode? Yeah. We love a good penis. My favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> so 
Uh, so he would look around while he was playing the piano in their home. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's valuable in here? Mm-hmm. That's a good penist. That's the best penis. The, the good penis the is when penis. you're looking around while playing the pianist, the piano. Um, the pina. The pian. <laughs> and you're looking around like, ooh, I'm a good penis. Like, tickling the keys. Tickling the keys. Just and like, looking around. Just like dabbling lightly. Like, ooh. This is how I would do it. Just fingering um, lightly and smoothly as the penis. Smoothly. 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 Did I say smoothly. that? Uh-huh. The smoothly. The penis is doing smoothly what fingering. What words are smoothly? Smoothly. Uh, smoothly. That's it. Defined. Defined. I said smoothly. But smoothly. But smoothly and smoothly. Sm- how would you spell smoothly? S N O O D L E Y. Oh, smoothly, smoothly. S N O O D L I E G H. L. Ashley. Smoothly. Smoothly. Stupid. Um. So he uh bought a uh, what do you call those things? Money. No, like a, a house, a piano. No. Uh, what are you, you didn't give me any clues. You can't just. Like a storage container. Oh, they bought a, a, a shed. Like a storage container. A storage shed? What are they called? A Garage. U-haul. No. A U-Haul? U-Store. U. U-Store. A, a storage yes. unit. A storage unit. Uh-huh. Um, in, uh, on Leppold Road in oh. Raleigh. Uh, he moved all of his possessions uh, from Gloucester Street and began to set up his obscene workshop once again. Um, this time he ordered three carboys of sulfuric acid and two 40-gallon drums without tops. I don't know what a carboy is, but I assume it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a large amount. A lot. I practiced it a lot. I practiced it. Uh, on the 12th of February, February 1946, he drove over to their house. Um, he shot the doctor in the head with his own revolver. And then he left the body in the storeroom and set off to go get Mrs. Henderson. Yes. After some reluctance, she was driven to the storehouse. He shot her from behind. And after trussing them both up, uh, he left them overnight. And then he later claimed to police that he drank their blood. Um, He dissolved both of their bodies in acid. But this time, the grisly act did not erase all the traces as Mr. Henderson's foot was left intact. This did not seem to bother Hate too much as he dumped all the remains, including the foot, into the corner of a yard. The psychopath. In the back, in the gravel yard in the back, right? Yeah. Because uh, there's like trees around it, though. Well, I mean, but like it's a gravel yard in the back. It's like a gravel yard, but there's trees. It, it's a forest. Can I pay you $100 million to uh, create a carbon uh, uh, capturing device? That's a forest. Plant. Plant. A plant. I created a plant. Just for you, Elon Musk. Hold See, on. How do I open this? Ugh! With your fingers. It, it wouldn't go because I, I don't have nails. I chew them. But like not like chew-chew, but like just enough. Just the whites. I don't like the whites. Like the whites are gone. So, anyway, somebody sorry. breeds two plants together, uh-huh. makes a new plant, uh-huh. sells that to Elon Musk, uh-huh. says it was a carbon cut. This is a plant. This plant was specifically designed to capture carbon. Specifically for this. Watch, it'll go. Mama. It'll, like, you'll you'll breathe out carbon just like, hey. And the plant will be like. like, Delicious. You're feeding me. Well, that's what everyone 
What did I say? That's, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's what everyone always said about smoothly, smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what everyone always said about uh, singing the plants. They're like the plants that you're singing to are doing better because you're breathing on them. So the science behind that, the, the question is, does music really make plants happier? Or are you just breathing loudly on them? Well, it depends if it's a song that releases a lot of carbon dioxide. Like, if it's a powerful ballad. So, like... Like that song by Shoshana Bean that I keep listening to. Oh, my God. Get, who are the gay things? She used to be oh my... Okay, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, he uh, he kept up efforts, uh, or maintained efforts to impress that the Hendersons were still alive. Um, he would forge letters. While also paying attention to the McSwans. All three of the McSwans were still alive. Girl, you, you've thinned yourself. Honey. Mm-hmm. Honey. Uh, ha, ha, honey. He wrote lengthy letters to her brother. After selling their properties and possessions, he acquired about 8,000 pounds in total. Thousand. Mm-hmm. Showing a sickening contempt for his victims. Even uh, He even gave his girlfriend, Barbara, some of her clothes. Barbara! Barbara! Uh, unexpectedly, Rose Henderson's brother, Berlin, was prepared to go to the police. Hay managed to convince him that the couple had emigrated to South Africa on the grounds that Dr. Henderson had carried out an illegal abortion. Oh, bitch. Uh, as an indication of Hayes' depravity and social uh, sociopathic tendencies, he even went to go visit the uh, mother of a recently deceased school friend who he had spied in the obituaries. Bitch! Uh, he had every intention of uh, disposing of the grieving mother and to take all her stuff, but the woman died <laughs> by herself. She didn't. <laughs> just like, but the woman died. She, she died on her own. Hard stop there. Uh, again, his money started to run out because he was gambling. Um, and he would stay at expensive hotels. Um, and he, uh, at these hotels, he would um, canoodle, if you will. He's fucking everyone. Canoodling. Canoodling. That's when what, you put your noodle in. Things. Yeah, but well, this is the 40s, like you said. Canoodling is a good one. Uh, what does it say? Uh, he's uh, meeting with the ladies. He's uh oh, it's a Jewish Chicago like oh, oh he's, he's just, just walking the here, park with the like, dames. Well, he's just taking a day a day trip with the ladies, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he, yeah. he sure knows how to treat a dame. He knows what he's doing down in the Say, park. Buster, you know what I'm saying? You know how to get those dames. You know how to get those dames from the Chicago uh, Millennial oh, Park over the. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Do you know how to attain dames? Take me from Nottingham over to Worcestershire. He, he gave the exact same accent. What? Hello, love. <laughs> Hello, love. Hello, love. <laughs> you require some digging. Would you like it? Uh, I can't help them my cockney. <laughs> it's the same it's, accent I, again. All I said was cockney. All of my cockney, okay? It's not cockney. Cockney? Cockney. Cockney. You have to speak like Jenna Collins. I don't know who Jenna that Collins. Who's Jenna Collins? Jenna. I'm claustrophobic, Darren. Oh, Lord. Um, oh, Lord. Yes. So. Be, 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 
Yeah, so he met this woman named Mrs. Olive Durand Deacon, um, and he thought up a way to murder her. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Kill me, bitch. Um, June, oh shit. June, 19- June shit. <laughs> Uh, 1948, uh, Hay claimed that his car was stolen, um, but the, his car was found, um, smashed at the foot of a cliff. Oh. Less than a month later, an unidentified body was found nearby. However, the police decided that they were two, uh, unrelated incidents, and Hay denied having anything to do with the body, even after his arrest. Um, Hay told his girlfriend, Barbara, that he wanted to collect car insurance and even took her to the spot where the, the car had been written off. Um, it was then that she began to become suspicious of her soon-to-be husband. Mm. Um, in the meantime, despite having killed Mrs. Duran Deacon, the bunny was still running out again, and he needed to pay off loans. Oh, honey. Um, even though he tried to invite other people to owe his crawly den of death, no one took him up. Also, Rose Henderson's brother was again causing problems because he was... Problems. Problems. Problems, problems, because he was insisting to the police that they would should locate his sister, uh, because there was a death in their family. Um, he Hay realized that he would probably have to kill her brother too. Before Hay could carry out his callous internet intentions on uh, Miss Duran Deacon and Berlin Henderson, he was arrested. Arrested. His first comment to the reception officer when he first arrived at the Lewis prison was. Quote, this is the result of doing six people, but not for personal gain. I love and that we're still doing a Chicago everything. accent, but we realize that he was... In... Mine was English. That was not English. This that is the result Chicago. of doing six people. That's not what you said. But not for personal play gain. Play it back. Play it back. No. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, he was arrested. Okay. Um... Uh, besides his parents, the one person who was profoundly affected by the news of Hay being a callous murderer was Barbara Stevens, the woman who was supposed to love and marry him. Uh, she visit- visited him regularly, trying to understand why she had done this and how she got involved with him. Did he intend to kill her? Oh, my God. She asked him. She said, I was never planning to kill you. I was never planning to kill you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Why does she have a southern accent? Well, she's she, She's from Texas. Yeah, she moved. She moved. She She's, she's like, like, I'm from Arkansas. Boy, I love tea. I'm, I'm going to go where they have the most tea. Oh, my God. Uh, Mississippi. China. No. <laughs> where else? England. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, China. No. 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 Any, any other not. places? Any anywhere? Name name a tea place. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) India. No. 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 (laughs) The Netherlands. Also, no. Do they have tea? Dutch East India trade. Oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. History. Yeah. History. But also colonialism. All the gifts that I sent earlier. You know what the perfect one for that would have been would have been Lucy. Oh, that would have been a good one. Why didn't I do that? I don't know. I better look for that. I sent you what, like seven, eight? I haven't even looked at them. You just ignored me. It's Mm -hmm. fine. Also, the fact that we text each other the same text message at the same time today is alarming. And I'm not okay with it. Alarming. Can Uh, I see your phone? Yeah. You want it? Mm -hmm. I just opened it for you. 
<laughs> out the window. Gone. Yeah. Uh, I was driving home from H- Oh, did you see my new phone case? I did. I saw it. Uh, what brand is it? Oh, okay. It's just like a random one on Amazon. You're just like, here we go. Yeah. Woo. I wanted a solid color. Okay. Well, see, the reason I asked it. thinks it's too gay. No, I like it. The reason I asked it is because, is yellow your favorite color? Yellow is my favorite. Okay. I told Nick that yellow is your favorite color. Uh, So be ready for a surprise tomorrow and act surprised. Um, But also, um, what's back there? Yeah. I you, you wear yellow all the time, so I was like, "He's yellow has to be his favorite color." Yellow is my um, favorite color. So uh, there's a uh, Google does actually have something on the actual Google website that's called pellet cases, which are are recyclable oh, things. Oh, compostable. I don't want that. I actually kind of did, but also I didn't because it was like, "Oh, it can wear down from sweat and stuff like that." But it was like, I sweat a lot, so if it's wearing you look down right now. I'm always sweating. Not as sweaty as yesterday, because as soon as you came <laughs> oh in the door, I had to say, wow, you look really sweaty. Oh, my God. But I just worked out, bitch. Uh, anyways, they had a yellow case that's very similar to that one. That's why I asked if it was what the brand was, because I wanted to know if you had bought one of the ones from Google that were the Pella case. No, this one was $10, and it came with two screen protectors. Well, this one wasn't wasn't ex- expensive. It was 20 but it did not come with screen protectors. Yeah, so. but this one also doesn't disintegrate. So. so there's that benefit. So that's why I got mine that was $10. And I did not get screen protectors. I bought those from uh, also Amazon that were like two dollars. But I have uh, five of them <laughs> for yeah. some reason. Well, mine came with it, and then they gave you two. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they gave you multiple. Well, I mean, eventually I might break one. You'll drop it, and it's, you're gonna break it. But like in my last one, I, I just opened up my drawer where all my phone cases and shit like that are, and they're no, no, from my last phone. They they're there and I had broken. You remember seeing my screen? It was the screen protector was broken. I could have fucking fixed it. Did I ever do oh, it? No. no, I never did. It was always broken. So, <laughs> and also I don't know where my last phone is, and I don't know. I don't know what to do with my last phone. I have like I'm five phones. I have five phones in my closet. What do I do with them? I have like my high school phone. Both of my high school phones. I don't have that one. And then I have that last phone. Most of my phones are gone because I went through uh, less than uh, – more than a phone a year because I kept on breaking them. Whenever smartphones came out, originally when they were not actually sturdy, and I would just drop one and I'd break it. Uh, my parents were always like, what were you doing? You dropped this. And it was like, literally I walked, I literally was sitting in a chair and I like knocked it off here and it dropped. And they were like, you were drunk when you did it. I was like, no, I was drunk after I did it. I was, I was mad. I was mad about it. And I dropped my phone. It was ridiculous. So I went through a lot of phones. It was one time that I got it, Bailey fell into a boat shed. Uh, and I had to jump in after her to save her. But I didn't even think about my phone in my pocket because I was trying to save my fucking dog, and I drowned my phone because it was in my pocket. And it was it was d- between a smartphone and another phone, and it was one of the a family member's old phones that I was ported over to, and I drowned that phone while I was. D- so I went through like. Does Bailey not know how to swim? No, she knows how to swim. She's stupid. But also, she doesn't. Know, she panicked. She's a, you know, she's a panic anxiety dog. So she fell in and just kept on going around in circles, but didn't go to the, the shore. 
because it was a boat show. So you're, I mean, out. off, you're out. And so she sees me and she's trying to get to me. So she just kept going around in circles. So I went, I jumped down in the water to pick her up. Because, I mean, what was I going to do? Tell her to go over here? Like, come on, come on. You're, you're panicked because you fell in the water. Like, I don't know. Anyways, what yeah, were we talking about? So, um, <laughs> Barbara. 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 Oh, my God. That was a tangent, wasn't it? Honey. You took us there. Oh, my God. Anyway, so um, he was not uh, remorseful in no. any of his killings. No. So even though the acid had destroyed a lot, a lot, a lot. of the evidence, um, not everything was gone. Ghoulish relics and small bones, dentures, uh, Mr. Henderson's foot, and a gallstone. So so there was 20. They were all in the drain, right? Or out back in the. Oh, yeah, the fields. I mm-hmm. forgot about the fields. Yeah. The technicians put on rubber gloves and covered their arms in Vaseline. And they went out and found 28 pounds of human fat. Mm-hmm. Three faceted gallstones, part of a left foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18 fragments of bone, upper and lower dentures intact. How come the dentures didn't melt? What are they made out of? They're thicker. No, 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 no. Dentures are made like out of plastic. They're, they're made of plastic. I don't know. Plastic doesn't melt, girl. We've seen that with climate change. Plastic does not go away ever. It doesn't go anywhere, girl. Um, the handle of a red plastic bag. A lipstick container. Oh. Also plastic. Uh, so despite all the evidence, Hay uh, thought that he would not be convicted because um, there wasn't a technical body. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Um, he w- apparently, he had read in a book um, the, the term corpus delicti, which is no bodies, no crime, no punishment. Uh, so on April 1st, 1949, uh, E.G. Roby opened the case for the prosecution before um, 10 magistrates. Hay was in a confident mood and even made light banter throughout the proceedings as if he was unaware of how bad his crimes were. Um, if there was ever a illustration of sociopath? Yes. Right here, Mama. Absolutely. Um, he had... In, in one of his confessions, he had admitted to many of the deaths, but also inquired as to what the outcome would be um, of anyone that would be declared insane in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of these specifics of the case. What if somebody was insane? What if someone what would happen then? was crazy at this point? At they, this they point. They still died. Or you mean the person who killed him? Yeah, Hay was asking. Oh. What if the person who did it was crazy? I'm just asking, what if I was crazy? Not me. But, but a person. A person did this, and they were crazy. Mm. What would happen? Um, so he, he had been mulling this over. This is the, the 40s still, right? Yeah. Uh, he had been uh, mulling over the possibility of being crazy to escape. Crazy. Um, and he invented stories of his dreams and claimed to be a vampire to save himself. Um, during the court proceedings, E.G. Roby called 33 witnesses to prove premeditation of the murder for gain. He laid out the case and the the basic time and told about how uh, Hay literally did these things on purpose. Um, yes. They were not <laughs> Honey. the actions of somebody who was insane. No. Um, it premeditated. It was 
we know what we're doing, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also examined by several doctors and psychologists um, who were interested because he said that he wanted to drink blood. Uh, to show compulsion, uh, yeah, they, they asked him about all these things, and they didn't really affirm that he enjoyed drinking blood. Um, he appeared to have little interest in sex. So where did the, where did it, because I don't remember, when I researched this the first time, I don't remember uh, ever talking about this. What, the blood? The blood. He said that he, where, it like, was a where, fabrication in order to make himself seem crazy that he said that I drank blood from them. Oh, gotcha, okay. I drank their blood. Gotcha. Um, so they said that he had no um, sexual interest in blood and gave no indication that he suffered from a disorder like that after confessing that he did yes. or mentioning that he did yes um so most of the psychologists agreed that he uh suffered from mental health issues but he was not insane um and he was perfectly aware that he was murderous um one eminent psychiatrist believed without any doubt that hey had a paranoid constitution um the same mental disease as hitler Hitler! Um, Hey, they believe, had uh, most likely developed a paranoid personality to escape his parents' suffocating universe. In order to relieve himself from such emotional pain, uh, his upbringing had contributed to a mental state where the dividing lines between reality and uh, fantasy had become non-existent. Mm -hmm. Um, So the result was that Hey had an acute sense of believing he was like a deity or smarter superiority so yeah it's a, a egotistical kind of like a hitlerism it, it's a bigotism uh not to get off on too many tangents and not also related to this because it's kind of terrifying but the character that i created for dungeons and dragons is very much like well i think that i'm better than everyone else like species wise like our species is better than than anyone else and what is your species uh, a fosh, it's a bird, a giant bird that knows a lot of things, and also my tears heal people. So, Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna be oh. the cat. Did you look it up the species? No, I haven't looked at anything. Okay, you just want to be a cat? Yeah. Okay. With a pancake face. Ja- Jamie wants you to be a cat because Jamie didn't get to be a cat, so you should do it. She can change, can't she? She could, yeah, at this point, but she wants to be a Jedi. So she's being a Jedi. She, I mean, she can be a Jedi in that species, too, because Jedis are not... It's chosen across the board. You can be whatever you want to. Uh, also, you can multi-class. Does she like cats or something? Because She loves cats. Oh, because I'm not going to be able to keep up a ruse that I enjoy cats. You don't have to enjoy cats. She can enjoy you being a cat, though. I don't want to entertain Also, you're supposed to act as your character in this, too, which is also like... Oh, my God. If I pick the cat, then I can be Eartha Kit. Yes, you can be Eartha <laughs> Kit, as I'm saying. Here I am. Mm. I would like to place a sense. Well, like I'm supposed to act as like this quiet person, and I'm like, honey. Oh, really? Where? Yeah, because the the species is is uh, very reserved. Well, I'm gonna tell you to shut the fuck up. We're reserved, but we think we're better than everyone else, and so basically, like we're arrogant and in in our own shit. Anyways, this is uh yeah. So comments uh, for later. <laughs> He, uh, Spencer and I are doing Dungeons and Dragons with Star Wars edition, and it's, uh, we're excited about it. We're going to have a lot of fun. A lot of of family friendly fun. Nice. 
Um, so he tried to impress upon the psychiatrist more of his abnormal dreams and obsession with blood drinking, but none of them brought it up to being a lunatic. Mm -hmm. uh, so something that they weren't aware of, though, that he had developed a friendship with employees of the Sussex Psychiatric Hospital and had shown a great deal of interest in mental illness. Okay. Thus, so he, he, so he studied it? Studied it? Mm -hmm. He possessed a talent for deception. Um, that's why he also posed as a lawyer and an engineer and a doctor and an insane person. Mm -hmm. um, so on July 18th... So he was incredibly smart. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, that, that is a smart thing to, like... I wouldn't say smart. I would say charismatic. Charismatic's a good thing. Uh, my character's charismatic. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, he knew what he needed to look up to sound like he to sound but like it's it... also the 40s that people be like i'd be like i'm, I'm doing i'm a doctor you know what you, you need. know you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm a doctor oh do you God. know what you need <laughs> go outside and eat 14 clippings of grass do people scottish be like now. sounds good scottish Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence Cheney. go outside and God. eat some of the grass clippings <laughs> Grass. Grass clippings. Um, so he, uh, 4,000 people went to the town of Lewes hoping to get a seat in the court, but, um, and, and uh, the justice's name was Justice Humphreys. Humphreys. Um, he had no money to pay for his defense, so the, quote, News of the World newspaper did a deal with him and offered to pay him for his counsel if he would provide them with an exclusive story. The Daily Mirror newspaper was also found in contempt of court by emphasizing hate being a vampire. The editor, Sylvester Bolam, was sentenced to three months in prison. They also had to pay 10,000 pounds in court costs. Oh, boy. Um, hay pled not guilty. The prosecu prosecution rested its case of deliberate premeditated murder for gain. Hay's defense counsel tried to relay the, on the issue of the defendant's insanity, describing for the court how his, quote, mental illness would have affected his abilities to appreciate the morality of his acts. It was clear that Hay was aware of what he was doing and how it was wrong in the eyes of the law, as evidenced by his attempt to cover it up. But with the omission of the crimes, the defense collapsed. Um, the only issue to be decided was whether or not the prisoner was insane. The defense psychi psychiatrist failed to prove... Psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. <laughs> uh, defla shit. Oh. <laughs> Girl. Uh, I messed you up. Go for it. Uh, also, because Hay had initially inquired about getting released from Bodemore, it appeared as if he was thinking of using insanity to get him off the hook. Oh. Um, the prosecution declared that he was simply a man who believed that he had discovered a perfect crime, committed a murder for gain, and then pretended that he was insane to get caught. So he was like, he was I did gone. this. This is all right. I'm not insane. Don't. Don't. No. It's okay. You can't find a body. Anyways, I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crazy. It what didn't happen. It sound I'm like, crazy. It sounds like Jojo Siwa. Anyways, hell. 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 I just put hell. I just put hell. 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 <laughs> Uh, the jury were left to decide whether the paranoia could be considered a mental disease or defect. It only took them 15 minutes to come back with the conclusion. No. You're guilty. You're guilty. You're guilty. You did it. Baloney. And you're not crazy. Baloney. Um, the judge asked Hay if he had anything to say for himself. Hay cocked his head and said, quote, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Donning a black cap, the judge sentenced him to be hung until dead. 
Hay finished his life story and had it sent to the newspaper that paid for his trial. He wrote letters to Barbara Stevens and his parents who would not see him before his death. Um, his mother sent her greetings through a newspaper reporter. Hay told Barbara that he would be reincarnated to his, fulfill his mission. But on August 6, 1949, Hay was hanged at Wadsworth Prison. Wadsworth. Wadsworth. Uh, he also, uh, before he died, allowed Madame Tussaud to take a cast of his face. I hate that. And then he uh, he bequeathed them his his clothes. And they have his actual clothes in a wax figurine of him. That's not a good thing. No. He wanted to be popular. Infamy. Yeah, infamy. Does she have him in an infamy, like, this person's a shitty person kind of, like, vault? No, I didn't look it up. Maybe. I mean, they have like, like Bonnie a, and Clyde and things like that. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. Is like, does she have... I don't know. I don't like celebrating people like that. Yeah. And, like, I know we talk about them as if we're celebrating them. We're talking about them because it's a scary topic. We're sure as hell not celebrating them, bitch. Well, Donald Trump's there, so obviously they have... Shitty, shitty human people. beings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm I'm sure they have like shitty human beings. I, mean, I just told you they have Donald Trump. Okay. You don't believe me? No, I agree you with you. No, I don't want to see him. I I'm done seeing with him. He's a former president. No, he's a a former president of the United States. Because uh, watching the inauguration when they addressed President T. Um, it was always like, oh, let me correct myself. Former pres, the former president. They didn't even use former president Trump. They were like, the former president. I was like, this is chef's kiss. So amazing, good. amazing, honey. I love that they were the whole time. They were like, yeah, it's really shitty that he's not here. He's really shitty. He's shitty. Well, they didn't even say that. They didn't. They were just like, well, he didn't show up. They were like, it's been done for this way for. Hundreds of years, yeah. and it's really shitty. Because last time was like in the 1800s. It's really shitty. The last time the president showed up was because the other president was dead. So, so yeah. So, yeah. So, you're pretty shitty. You're pretty shitty. hundred years that you haven't shown up for the other president's inauguration. We're not a political podcast. Stupid fucking bastard man. <laughs> yeah. Get him. Get him. Got him. Got him. You told him. I sure did. I sure did. did. Yeah, I sure told did. him something. Okay. Uh, wow. wow. We got this all done very quickly. Yeah. We didn't have to take any breaks ever. Nope. We didn't go from being mostly sober to being uh, intoxicated at all. I don't know what happened to you. I'm yeah, fine. I, oh, you're fine. Okay. I sound amazing. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's like. I sound like yeah, I'm talking yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just over here a mess, darling. How do I get to oh. Well, I would like to talk about something. Oh, boy. To round out our, our show. Here. Yeah, not drunk. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh! 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 What's happening? <laughs> Anyways. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard about Let's Talk About Gay Star? Wait, uh, hold uh, uh, What? Have you ever heard about Let's Talk About Gay Wait, stuff? have I ever heard about Let's, Let's Talk, talk about, about Gay Stuff? Yeah, anyway, this is a podcast. <laughs> this is a podcast. This is a podcast? This is a podcast. This is a podcast. No. Oh, sorry. 
Wake up. Uh, yeah. It's All a right. podcast. Oh, it is. That talks about gay stuff. Oh. They're doing a new thing where they only talk about gay stuff. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Um, How long have they been around? They're just starting this? It's been around for it's been um, they used to do the week in gay history, mm. but now, you know, we got to get down to the, the stuff that really matters. And now we're just picking topics, the whatever use. we like. Yeah. We're talking about, uh, gay events, but also segments, honey. This is 60 minutes. Segments always. So they've got a new, uh, cast member. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dusty. Dusty! Dusty's out there. Uh, Dusty Jiroshi is out here reading the books and telling us about all the gay things that we need to know, honey. The, yeah, between the covers. Um, and then they have an, another section about something with somebody. Um, and it's okay. Uh, <laughs> and you can find them at Let's Talk About Gay. Wait, who's who's the who's in charge of the other segment? What's, what, what's the other segment? Do you have topics? Do you have... Uh, do you have explanation on on those things? Yeah, so it's some guy named like Charles Charles Brown. Why? Oh, witty Wh- Charles Green, and he talks about well, being really gay. Yeah, and like what, how he's gay, oh, okay. and like something like I don't know. No, I wasn't. That's listening. weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so random. Don't you have opinions about that? I do have opinions because I was a guest on Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Are you a new cast member? I'm a new cast member. Well, shit. I thought it was Chuck Purple. Yeah. Uh, it Surprisingly, it's, it's it's close. I get the confusion a lot. Uh, but it's me, honey. I will be on Let's Talk About Gay Stuff once a month. I'm doing a little uh, segment called Whip Her, Snap Her. And I'm over here giving you uh, youth culture on Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Uh, uh, I'm not young, but I will tell you about Millennial and uh, some of the Gen Z uh, stuff that's been going on, honey, uh, to tell you about some of the uh, growing ups of what we're doing nowadays uh, to kind of give you an insight of what the young Millennials uh, cultures are into for the gay stuff. So... So, how long have you had a TikTok now? I actually don't have TikTok yet. I should probably get that. You my, really should get a TikTok. I should probably get a TikTok. Talk yeah, culture. I'm talking about yous that are going to teach me things, and I should probably get a TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, that's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at letstalkaboutgaystuff.com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Facebook and Instagram, and Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. You could always <clears throat> send them an email. At let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. Oh, yes. But I also like to talk about uh, us for a second. Like, we love to talk about us. Uh, I mean, I don't like to brag and I really don't like talking about myself, but this is the best podcast. But for some reason, our minds were just like, what if we like created like a little daughter? We're a little, like, like, a little, a little baby. What if we were a baby? A what if baby. we were just like, oh, this would be fun. This would be like well, so how random. did it happen? Like you and I really enjoyed watching Drag. the drags, and so we were like, whops. So you know who would love to appear? Hear our opinions on that? Everybody, everyone, Anybody. every single human being. So People we recreated. Ears. We created uh, our, our Ruby, Ruby podcast. podcast. Yeah. Our Ruby podcast is focused around all of the drags. We started with uh, Dragula, and we uh, walked right into RuPaul's Drag Race, Holland's Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race. Um, We're gonna go to Drag Race UK. 
And then we're going to go to Australia. Australia. And then we're going to go to Germany. Germany. And then we're going to go back, back to Holland. To Thailand. And then Holland. we're going to go to Thailand. I don't, and back to and UK again. And you get a car. And, and you, you get, get a car. car. And everybody here gets a car. Bus, plane. Another, another club, club. Another club. No sleep. Nonstop drag. Yes. So our Ruby podcast... Our Ruby podcast is doing drag uh, constantly for you, darling. So if you wanted to want to hear two homos talk about drag again, because you listen to homos talk about scary things. Um, We're not gay. Who's gay? Not who's us. who's who's gay? This is a Christian conservative we, murder podcast. The, what was what is Ross Ross's joke? W E N? I don't even know. ESPN. Uh, ES, do you have ESPN wrestling? Um, anyways, uh, let's talk about gay stuff. It's not our tagline. The Ruby Podcast. That's our Ruby Podcast. Our, our Ruby There you our go. Our Ruby Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Uh huh. But also, you're listening to our Ruby Podcast. It's our Ruby Podcast at our Ruby Podcast.com. Our Ruby Podcast on uh, Instagram. Our Spoop on Facebook and our Spoopy on Twitter. Twitter. You want to send us an email? You can send us an email about your scary stories, your ghost stories, all your scariest shit at our Ruby Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we appreciate our listeners. Appreciate. Appreciate. But also, we appreciate our sponsor, our OG <laughs> sponsor. McConaughey Works. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works, who is a freelance tele- network that connects, pro- uh, ooh, connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, EconomyWorks has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the economy works. Find out more about Economy Works at EconomyWorks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S dot com. Economy Works. Yeah! Yeah! Oh that was really good. That was really good. Oh we should start a... Do we... Is it... We're going to create a single. Do Let, you want to sing that song with me? <laughs> We can hit it. We got karaoke now. Honey, baby. Honey, child, mama. Oh, honey. Mama. Uh, mama. 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 Uh, anyways, we did take a pause for this to watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but we also came back just to give you all of the... To finish my this. topic because Chris doesn't shut the fuck up. I didn't even... I My topic was only 30 minutes. It wasn't even that long. Yeah, but then you're like... <laughs> During years. Yeah. That's what I do. That's why our podcast is good. Oh, oh, it's all you. It's all, it's all me. You. It's all me. Mm-hmm. It's literally all me and you making fun of me. That's all we got. Sometimes you make fun of me and it makes me sad. Yeah, and then you cry because about then it. I make so then I don't make fun of you as often because it's like, okay, when you know you ever cry about it. Okay, well, I made fun of your solder family joke and it was like. No, I was just like, hmm. I'm so bitter. I'm so mad. 
Anyways, I want to talk to you guys about the solder for <laughs> Let's talk about this family that the house burned down. Oh, did we oh. run out of time? I guess we ran oh, out of time. Oh, we're out. We ran out of time. So we'll talk about it next week. Does that mean we had to tell them to get, get spooky with it? it?